Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. <laughs> Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. People will call and they'll say, you need to get new actors. The ones you have are bad. (laughs) Those are truly, actually the calls that people make into their health coaches to get help. I don't sit and tell you it's going to cure the coronavirus. What it does do is that chemistry goes in and it helps your body do what it needs. The reason there's so many different types of successes is because we aren't targeting anyone. All we do is help the body help itself and whatever it finds and it can do and go in and work and fix, that's what it's going to go in and help do. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. When it comes to politics, well, I'm well past the tinfoil hat stage. I need a good helmet for the banging my head against the wall stage. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Lived most of my life in the wild country, and you set a code of laws to live by. What laws? Well, I won't be wronged. I won't be insulted. I won't be laid a hand on. I don't do these things to other people, and... I require the same from them. But how could you get in? And I believe this. If tomorrow all of us, every single one of us, gets out of bed and says, this is my country and I'm going to do good for it, we'll make the greatest step forward since a pilgrim's foot found Plymouth Rock. Tomorrow, remember, this is my country and I'm going to do good for it. Just might work. We'll never know unless we give it a fair try. Kate Daly's show on live on a Friday. How are you today? And I hope your I hope your week went well. It was a short week, so it made it really nice. And of course, what a show I have for you today! In this first hour, I cannot wait because this is one of my most favorite guests. Now you know I, we have about 350 guests a year, and I don't say this lightly. <laughs> I really mean it when I'm talking about this particular guest. I want to welcome G. Edward Griffin to the show. How are you? 
Oh, I'm fine, thank you. Oh, what a sorry. nice thing to say about me. You put a big smile on oh, my face. I'm so glad. Well, you put a big yeah. smile on my face. I'm really happy to have you. In fact, let me let me tell the audience a little bit about you because I know they know, but uh, but here you go. A writer, documentary, film producer with many successful titles to your credit, listed in the Who's Who in America, well-known because of his unique talent for researching difficult topics and bringing those to light for his in, pretty much an entire lifetime of this for you. And you've dealt with all kinds of subjects from ancient earth history to international banking, The Creature of Jekyll Island, very, very well-known book that exposed uh, the Federal Reserve, which is neither federal nor reserve. And, uh, and of course, uh, all kinds of things about the Supreme Court, United Nations, you name it. And of course, uh, you know, you have many known works, Ed, uh, uh, The Discovery of Noah's Ark, um, Moles in High Places, The Open Gates of Troy, No Place to Hide, World Without Cancer. I could keep going on and on. And I just, what, a, what an author you are, what a presenter you are, all the projects that you're doing. I'm so grateful for you and your voice. It's been a lifelong voice of, of just truth. I just, I just so appreciate you. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I say that I say that advisedly because, as you know, sure. I'm usually going upstream, and much of what right. I write about is controversial, mm-hmm. and it's usually in the minority opinion. At the least, at least when we start uh, reaching out with with sure. the truth. So, um, yeah, I'm used to taking a lot of hits on the things I write, and it's really nice to hear you say those good things. Well, I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate the Red Pill Expo, too. And and please, uh, let people know how they could jump online to the Red Pill Expo. That ha- I think it happens tomorrow, doesn't it? Yes, it begins tomorrow at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. here in uh, in uh, uh, Rapid City, nice. uh, South Dakota. That's where, where we're located. We come from all over the United States and a couple of people from outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. And, of course, starting with the obvious, why are we in Rapid City? Right. Well, it's because it's uh, part of South Dakota, and that's one of the relatively few states in the union where it seems like the the culture has not gone berserk <laughs> so true <laughs> with the, all this covid uh, theater i mean the people here are pretty level-headed and they sure. they know a scam when they see it so uh, there, there, none of this masking is going on oh you see the signs because uh, i guess the certain government agencies still require the signs as you know we require social distancing and oh masks gosh. are required here there and everywhere but people are pretty much ignoring that Good. and uh, nobody seems to be upset by it so mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons we came here of course the national monument mm-hmm. uh, you know, mount rushmore it's beautiful yeah, beautiful thing to see, and we've all seen pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's a chance to actually go up into the Dakotas and see it. Lovely. But then finally, wh- what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Well, the Red Pill Expo, I guess most people know the meme that comes from the sci-fi movie called The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the bottom line is that if you take the red pill and you wake up from your your illusions and see life the way it really is. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's all about here. Most of the us who are coming have had at least one red pill we've taken, and especially the people on stage as the presenters are well known in their respective fields. We have quite a few doctors and researchers and um, teachers, very credentialed people, uh, all of whom have discovered a red. But they took a red pill and they discovered something about their lives or their profession that was uh, based on illusion, mm. and it just rocked them to the core. And now. They're here to tell about it because they just feel that they've got to share this truth. That's what we're all about, sharing the truth and breaking illusions. Absolutely. And you can stream this live, correct? 
Oh, yes. I realize it's a little late for people to pack up and mm-hmm. come out and see us. Yeah, everything is going to be live-streamed and uh, very reasonable cost, by the way, much less than most of these events. Because we wanted to get, well, we're, we're red pillars ourselves. We want to get the message <laughs> sure. out, you know. Absolutely. So I'll give the uh, link before I forget it, of where uh-huh. you can get, sign up and, and also see all the tremendous speakers. Uh, but for the uh, live stream, uh, you go to redpillexpo.org, mm-hmm. redpillexpo.org, and then there's um, after you see all the all the stuff that's going to happen there, you every once in a while you come across a button that says en- enrollment here, mm-hmm. and you're on your way. Oh, I love this, and and so many people that are speaking have been on the show. You'll recognize these voices, like Alex Newman, who's been coming on for five years, or you'll recognize so many people. Even Ed, who's who. This is probably your fifth or sixth visit to the show. I absolutely love that you're doing this because it's so needed and necessary right now. So the yeah. oh, especially right now, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's been re- needed and necessary for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's so many illusions that we suffer under. And boy, are there some dillies out there today. Wow. And is it is it astounding to you after watching this last year and a half? Because we've been speaking out about it for a year and a half now. And it, I, I almost can't believe that people are still wearing a mask or they're still under this delusion. With Fauci's emails coming out, will that help a little bit? Uh, some of the some of the delusion that, that, that people have been under in this country? Uh, what, what well, do you think? I would hope so. Uh, you would think so. Yeah. But um, yeah. you never know. I think some people are so incapable of independent thought they just whatever is on the news mm-hmm. whatever the you know the big tech companies tell them is true they'll say well look i heard it on the news <laughs> sure. so you know that's it mm, boy <laughs> you know i what was your first red pill personally oh my gosh my first red pill oh mm-hmm. yes i remember it well it didn't okay. take long the united nations ah i yes. was just a kid out of school mm-hmm. i'd had my i got my first job i'd just been married and got a couple of kids on the way. Well, one one already here and half of one on the way. And I discovered some things about the United Nations that just shook me to the core. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I went through school and, sure. and I was taught that the U.N. was our last best hope for peace. Right. And I believed it. I thought, well, this is wonderful. This is where nations can come together without having to fight each other over things. We can right. discuss it on the across the in a conference table we can negotiate we can compromise we can spend uh, you know time in thoughtful discussion rather than in killing each other mm-hmm. we can help people recover from dread diseases we can help the poverty stricken all these things that are so pounded into my head sure. that when i read this first thing written by a college professor in the midwest mm-hmm. forgot the name of the school now but he was saying hey come and wake up buddy this is not the way it really works <laughs> yeah. you don't know anything about those people at the u.n or you wouldn't be saying those things. And we've had so, anything but peace since. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I was outraged, right? How dare you say that thing about my, my mm. United Nations? Well, to make a long story short, I started to research it, mm. my independent thinking. First time, really, I think, in my life I ever did that. <laughs> I always took whatever I read in the textbooks. Sure. That was it. That was true. And <laughs> whatever I heard on the radio or TV, that was true. So that was it. How long do you think it was in the works for the United Nations, the plan? For that the to, plan? Uh-huh, for that to come about. Well, the idea of a, of a, a one-world uh, government and, uh, you know, one, one entity with political rule uh, and the ability to enforce dictates worldwide by superior military force mm-hmm. uh, has, I'm going to guess, probably over 500 years, wow. something like that. It, it really goes way, way back to antiquity. 
uh, or not to antiquity perhaps, but not too far. Mm-hmm. I know they were talking about it during the uh, French Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking about it since then. And the, of course, the American Revolution was viewed by some people as a step in that, a right step in that direction. Others with less uh, humanitarian goals were thinking about conquest. Adolf Hitler had the idea of a world government um, based on the rule of law, mm-hmm. as um, former President Bush used to say, right. with no question of, well, whose law, or what kind of law. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's been around for a long, long time. Hmm. How, many, how many things in government in, say, the last 120 years, what, was, what would be the percentage of things that we feel like we know the story to, but, but the narrative is different? Um, the narrative that they push out is different about said event or, or thing. What percentage of that do you think uh, happens um, or that we should be aware of? How many red pills are there, in, in other words? Yeah. Which well, percentage? Quite a few. Huh? Let me think about that for a second. Yeah. First of all, I need to get clear in my mind when I say the word we, mm-hmm. who am I talking about? Sure. I guess if, if we means the, the general consensus of the population, mm-hmm. not necessarily you or me, but the consensus, mm-hmm. and and if we want to narrow it one step further and say that things we hear about important matters, not unimportant matters, right? Uh, is the um, highway made out of cement or tar? <laughs> exactly, might be something that you could depend on, uh-huh. uh, being the truth. Sure, but that's not important to what we're talking about. Anything? Okay, the consensus about issues that relate to our our destiny, our mm-hmm. liberty, sure. our health, our privacy. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to give it 3%. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's telling. Because you see, and this yeah. is, I know it sounds absurd. It's no, not, it oh, doesn't, actually. Can you imagine this guy says, uh, it the government's lying on, on 97% of the important things in our lives. And, I, of course, I'm saying, yeah, I probably was overly conservative. <laughs> do, you, do you know what's interesting, though, is I had the same exact number in my mind just now. Did you really? I really it, it's did. It's extremely small because, mm-hmm. let's let's face it, if something is really important to mm-hmm. us, it's important to a lot of people, and that means that uh, people are willing to spend money to achieve those goals. So we're talking about a huge cash flow right. moving toward those objectives. Also, the government, in order to administer these things, needs a lot of power. So when you put wealth and power together mm-hmm. in huge quantities, it becomes a magnet to the predator class. And all of the people that want to do things that would be illegal or unethical, mm-hmm. if they did it out in the open and honestly described what they were doing, are attracted to this thing called government because they can do the same things and sell it as the means of helping us. Yes, and they can do it over and over again. They uh, do it over and over again, and the yeah. people say, well... Yeah, I guess you need more money, don't you? You know, right. take some more of our liberty. So that's why, I, in fact, I, I think 3% is a very high figure. Yes, I do too, actually. It's just funny that it's really ironic that I had the exact same number in my mind. I'm, I'm going to forever remember this moment. Be right back with G. Edward Griffin. Don't go anywhere. The Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com, live on the dial today. Be right back. This, this will be made into a podcast that you can get on katedalyradio.com too. Be right back. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. By the way, I played John Wayne when we came in, and I've got the great G. Edward Griffin with me. And uh, what an honor that always is, because, you know, I'm a, as I'm playing ex-ambassadors from the Renegades, let me just tell you, um, one of the uh, Renegades, one of the reasons most of us are here is because of G. Edward Griffin's work. Ed's work has been a lifelong pursuit of truth. And no one does it like like him. When he was talking about Mount Rushmore, I thought, hey, he needs to be on Mount Rushmore. We need the people. It, it's it's like uh, um, uh, that you know how the uh, monuments go to the victors, and we say on the show the monuments go to the victors of the New World Order. You know a lot of them, and and that we need more monuments of of men that have done very very well to bring truth forward. And I love the monument there in uh, South Dakota. That's one of the true true gifts in America right now. I also want to mention. Um, uh, mypillow.com. Get over to mypillow.com. Mike Lindell and I have partnered. He is exposing the election fraud. He's trying to, and, and the support of mypillow.com when you go use the code word Kate also results in those wonderful products, of course, and help with this show, keeping this on the air, and helping Mike Lindell do what he's doing. Get over to frankspeech.com too. It's a censor free Facebook. So I welcome uh, G. Edward Griffin, uh, author of Creature of Jekyll Island, and so many favorites uh, through the years. I, I mean, the list is so utterly so long, it, I couldn't even do it in this show. Um, but The Fearful Master, um, you name it. And I just have to say, you know, I, I you have this whole lifelong pursuit of the truth, Ed. And I can't imagine how difficult it was even in the early days to get people's um, eyeballs toward what you were talking about. What was that like in the early days of really trying to expose these things for you? Well, let's see. I could make up a story and tell you how <laughs> difficult it was, and how we suffered, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, faced, you know, stood against the mob, and all that sort of thing. But I really didn't think much about the opposition. All I was totally focused on is just learning and learning, and everything I learned in that red pill category I, it, it set me on fire. And I never even thought about looking back and mm. worry about who was criticizing me. My biggest problem was that people were ignoring me. Mm. I mean, it's, criticism didn't bother me at all, but when um, when nobody seemed to be interested in these topics, it used to blow me away. That's <laughs> just as hard, though. Do you know what I mean? It's just as hard when people don't want to pay attention. So Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I came to a conclusion about that some years ago. I said, you know, how, how is it that people have so much apathy uh, you can, you know, tell them this and that, and then their eyes get glazed over, and they mm. start looking at their watch and so forth. And I, I kept thinking, how could they be so apathetic? And then one day it came to me that it was really my fault and not theirs, mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I was telling them how bad things are. They really came to the conclusion that there was nothing that could be done about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've often thought of the analogy of somebody in a life raft if the light, in the middle of the ocean, and if there's a leak in the life raft, and you can see that the raft is getting limper and limper and limper mm-hmm. and folding down, what do you do? Well, you just sit there and sink, because there's nothing you can do. Right. But if you had a, an air pump in the life raft and a place to screw it in, you're no longer just apathetic. You're just pumping away like crazy, because there's something you can do. Yes. And I was convincing everybody that it was all over, nothing they could do, <laughs> so they got apathetic and wanted to go play golf or something pleasant. Mm-hmm. So once I got that message, I realized that what I was doing was creating a, an obstacle. So ever since then, I've been trying to let people know that, no, that would, there are plenty of things that can be done, even now as we speak. 
and this Red Pill Expo is part of it, letting, getting the word out, because I honestly believe, and this is not an insult to, to people out there that might not be familiar with what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but we, sometimes we call, we call you folks the sleeping masses, right. and we can do so with honesty because we, most of us were there at one time. Mm-hmm. I, I was in the sleeping masses group. So what we really feel is that we've got to awaken our fellow uh, citizens in the sleeping masses category. Otherwise, you guys are going to just drag us all along into slavery, and we can't. That's not an option. Oh, I so agree with you. I so agree with you. You know, when we hit this COVID year and a half, I can't believe it's been 18 months of this. Um, I never expected it to go this long. But um, what was this like on the horizon of all the red pills, all the things that you've been discussing in your career? How did this year and a half rate on that scale for you? Mm. That was way at the top end of the red scale. Mm. I never expected many of the major features. Um, you know, after a while, as you said, I've been on this track for a long, long <laughs> mm-hmm. time. I've read most of the works of our opponent. You know, I've read all the, you know, books like Mein Kampf and Communist Manifesto and, and the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Das Kapital and. I've read, the, you know, all the stuff from the Chinese communists and all the stuff. And think, okay, here's the pattern. Here's Marxism, Leninism. And you just know what the strategies are. And, but the idea of what we just did now, using psychological fear to the great extent that they did, never occurred to me that they could mm-hmm. convince the American people, or not just the American people, people around the world, that there was something invisible they couldn't see, never been photographed, never been measured, never been right. isolated. But everybody agreed that it was there, like the, the boogeyman in the closet mm-hmm. or the reptile under the bed. We never saw it, but we know it's there because we were told it was there. I never thought people would go for it, but I didn't realize at that time how thorough the control was over our means of communication where people get their impressions and their opinions. And that so is true. what shocked me is how ignorant I was that the, our enemies of liberty really dominate the channels of communication. Mm. So I was unprepared for that. That's a really good point. When I, when I brought up the fact that I did some investigation on this, that we didn't, um, we didn't have one more new cemetery in America to house half a million bodies uh, that they said died, and we didn't ever expand a single cemetery. We actually spent less money in 2020 than we did in 2019 on burials mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. people think, well, I didn't, I didn't realize, and and are we just not question questioners? Are we? Do we? Have we been so utterly trained by these folks you're talking about that we don't even ask questions anymore for the very obvious things? Is- well, the answer is clearly yes. Un- unpleasant though that may be, and one of my biggest. Uh, uh, responses when people say, well, what do you recommend that we do? I mean, right. The first thing on my list is to start questioning authority. Yes. And that runs contrary to our grain because we're, we've been through the government schools mm-hmm. and they tell us to be team players, not to rock the boat, you know, right. and, go, go, and respect your authorities. Well, after a while, you say, oh, that's what I've got to do, and it feels good. Mm-hmm. So now you come out and your authorities... And wherever you look, you're playing of authorities around nowadays, and they're all seeming to be in agreement that we've got to do this, this, and this. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, absolutely. When you hear the words, be a good citizen, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I, I want to go throw up. Uh, I, I know too. it means just the opposite. Yeah, it does. It does. Can you imagine telling those that were just about to fight in the revolution to be a good citizen? <laughs> yeah, citizen of the, of the crown, of course. Right. I, I can't yeah. imagine we wouldn't have had America. 
Right. Well, there were some that did say that, maybe not with those words, mm-hmm. but the, the loyalists were very strong in the American Revolution. And uh, I, I think there was quite a bit of controversy that we don't read much about in the textbooks today. So true. My wife is into, uh, into genealogy, and she tells mm-hmm. me that she runs across this, uh, this loyalist movement a lot in her research. A lot of people moved out of the colonies and southern colonies moved up into Canada just to avoid being involved in the controversy. Wow. Wow, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, we need to have more study on on how we react to things and and what what how how we get to the, these pursuits. So, you know what what made us that way, uh, because yeah. we need to gravitate toward that again. I, I can't even imagine. I, I was actually really shocked by the number of people that bought in to what they were hearing without, like you said, a shred of evidence. That was yeah. mind boggling. Yeah, well, I think the, the central reason for that is because we've all been so trained to respect authority that the idea that authority might be misleading us is mm-hmm. unthinkable. And it's okay to consider that the authorities might have made a mistake. Right. Or, or that they made a wrong decision, and all they need now is another chance and more money. <laughs> so <laughs> That's okay. True. We can accept that. But the idea that they really have another ulterior motive in mind, and it's mm-hmm. not what we've been told, that is an unthinkable issue to even contemplate for most of us. Absolutely. What would you tell people right now, if you had a platform to go into every home right now, how would you tell people, or what would you tell people to do, to actually do to help save this country? Because I think everyone out there is going, okay, I, I, I get some of the red pills, I understand, because now I've been red pilled. What, what can I do, though? What can I possibly do? help well the, the first thing is to question authority and that mm-hmm. you can say that and you can agree with it but it's hard to actually do it because everywhere you look you're, you're confronting authority without mm-hmm. really thinking about it when you read the newspaper that's authority you know yeah. turn on your television set that's authority and and when you see billboards on the on the highway it's you know say basically uh, wear your mask or right. be a good citizen or whatever it is that's authority we, we're so bombarded with it so I guess my advice really is to be aware of uh, the importance of questioning authority. That doesn't mean you have to go against authority. Mm-hmm. It means you need to question it because I think, as I mentioned before, this concentration of wealth and power in this thing called government is mm-hmm. a magnet to the predator class. Right. And there are a lot of, of, of criminals in positions of authority today. Yes. And that's where they go. Right. Uh, you know. Well, so you need to question it. It doesn't mean you have to necessarily... Uh, go against it, but mm-hmm. you need to come to your own conclusions about the authenticity of, of the uh, well, orders or recommendations. Well, it's more that's about... The, that's the number one thing, and then in order to fulfill number one, you've got mm-hmm. to go to number two, which is start seeking independent sources of information right. that's coming from non-authority sources. Now, that gets a little dangerous because there's a lot of garbage out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much garbage as there is in the authority group. For sure. Sure, that's <laughs> but true. But there's garbage yeah. everywhere. Yes, that is so true. And when you were saying um, about, uh, you know, stand up to authority, question authority, really it's so much more about the, the authority getting the message that people are standing up. Because I think they could tell this whopper of a lie with COVID because they had told so many in the past and it had worked. So had we stood up in the past more, they couldn't have gotten away with this, could they have? Well, I guess it just depends. Uh, it depends on how uh, ubiquitous the information is mm. and how consistent. Adolf Hitler had something to say about that, as you probably mm-hmm. know. His quote has been circulated a lot. But Hitler said something like this. If, if you want to convince the masses of a lie, 
you, you tell it, the bigger the lie, the better, and just keep telling it over and over and over again, mm-hmm. so that the, because the masses will not conceive, be capable of conceiving that such a huge lie like that could be a lie. Mm-hmm. And since they keep hearing it over and over again, they simply accept it as truth. Wow. So true, though. Just to hear that again. Thank you for that. Because you know what? It's very, very true. And authority needs to be questioned because then authority sometimes will back off because they realize the people are on to them, right? The people are yeah. recognizing yeah. it. Yeah, they back off, but they never go away. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Sadly. Uh, tell people, we have about uh, 40 seconds. Tell people how to get to Red Pill Expo so that they can stream all the wonderful speakers you have tomorrow. Oh, yes. such a lineup. Oh, it is a, such a lineup, and they're all truth seekers, and mm-hmm. they're all, they've all taken at least one major red pill. So the way you find out about who these people are and how to get a ticket to the live stream is to go to redpillexpo.org, right. redpillexpo.org, and it'll all be there. Oh, I love this. You know, thank you for joining me. Uh, you know, I, I don't have too many heroes. You're one of them, and I, I look at your whole life's work, and I just think... So it's something to just be so proud of the fact that you have uh, that the research you've done, the time you've dedicated to this. Thank you for all that you've done. Well, thank you, Kate, so much. Appreciate and I love what you're doing. And thank I'm you. glad you've got such a uh, an earnest uh, and intelligent and truth seeking audience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's people like you get all together, we can just turn this thing around. Absolutely. Redpillexpo.org. Redpillexpo.org. Thank you again, Ed. Really appreciate you. you. You bet. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate well, Daly Show. Well, back well, back you can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I I know. Uh, dust off the cobwebs, you know. Eddie Vetter, uh, I won't back down. Uh, love it. Anyway, welcome back to the show. A big thank you to Ed Griffin for coming on again. And what a wonderful, you know, I first interviewed him back in 2000, I'm going to say 15. Um, and he's been, um, you know, a recurrent uh, uh, interview on the show. And I absolutely adore what he has done. And what a life's work. Wow exposing so many things that government is doing uh, to our liberty and to us. And, and uh, I just hope everyone uh, soaked in what he had to say because it was, it was great. Um, I also uh, want to mention Balance of Nature. Get over to Balance of Nature. You know I love the product for a reason, and that is because it can give you good health, and I care about you, and I want you to have good health. Um, and this whole year and a half has been about health, but it hasn't been actually about health. And so if you're going to talk actual health, then get balanceofnature.com. Um, 
because I think for the things coming, we're going to need our vitamins, aren't we? And this has 31 fruits and vegetables a day. 31. I know you're not going to eat 31. Um, and so neither am I. So this is why I take it. But I just wanted you to know that you could put in the code Kate at balanceofnature.com and you can get uh, 35% off. Yeah, a third off and free shipping. So just put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. Let me tell you, let's, let's go through the cliff notes for Friday, shall we? Cliff notes for, for just a moment here. Facebook suspends Trump's account for two years, okay? What are they afraid of? That was my first thought, too. I know other people were thinking this, too, because they messaged me. <laughs> and I thought the same thing. What are they afraid of? He's not in office. What are they afraid of? Hmm. All right. Um, the EU, and I, this, is in, this, is, this is from the file of, I can't make this up. And yes, this is a headline. The EU is looking at importing 70 million Africans by 2035. <laughs> Denouncing a disastrous new migration pact. I'm just going to let that stand there for a moment and think about that. Because as we're watching Israel make people wear badges again, I just I have to mention that, wow, importing Africans. Let me, let me just say this. I'm pretty sure they'll go where they want to go. In a, if we had a free world, that people would go where they want to go. But yes, the plan, the plans. Don't you love the plans? Can you imagine? This is a headline right now. I, I can't, but okay. Um, California. Um, there is some news about California that's kind of striking, and that is the state water board is it manufacturing a drought by draining reservoirs into the ocean. Hat tip, Susan. Thank you on this one. Health Impact News is saying, yes, this is what's going on. Um, there was a, a California water expert and farmer, last name Diener, who has been steadily warning that water is unnecessarily being let out to sea as the state focuses on a normally dry year. I'm hearing this in my state, too. And I'm telling you it's manufactured for this reason. You can go down in the ground for water. Don't ever think that the only water we get is based on snowpack. And these people that have been driving this train are about to drive it a lot harder because they would love for you to think there's a drought so they can control food shortages. It is coming. I don't have any doubt. I really don't. If I were to go to dinner with you, and not on a date, I'm married, but if I were to go to dinner with you, um, if we were to have this conversation off the air and you were to ask me, what do you think is around the corner? I would say manufactured droughts, food shortages, and hacking, data hacking into banks, into investments, into uh, different types of, of all kind of like a, probably more like a smorgasbord of all the things that we deal with in our lives because now everyone is so much more digital than we've ever been. You can pretty much expect hacks as they're going to be convening in about a month from now. Um, a month from now, we have the, the uh, Independence Day. And then I think it's a day after, two days after, they have this huge conference for hacking, digital hacking. Now, you know what happens when they have conferences, right? 
when they have these little trial things that they do and they work out all the bugs and they all meet together and then woo we get the we get the very event they just trained for well the training is only to screw us so i'm just telling you that we're going to have we're going to have deep data hiking and we're also going to you know do you guys remember the meat packing hack that just happened. We've had all these little hacks. Remember in Florida when they hacked uh, something going into the water? I think it was, wasn't it arsenic or something going into the water, lead or something like that. And they're not making major news for more than just a blip. Well, you start putting those together and I'm not saying this so you fear. I'm just saying this so that you can kind of understand that there's more of this going on right now under the current. I feel like it's like the current isn't peaceful on top because Lord knows we we're in the middle of every lie and every deceit and every, everything you can imagine. But I'm just saying under the current right now, I'm noticing that there are hacks into things that could they create food, um, inflation for certain things, you know, a big hacking happens. And then all of a sudden that product goes up and up and up in price. Look at lumber. So will this have more to do with food and all the things that everyone uses, milk, food, all these things? I very much think that this is coming. Not to freak you out on a Friday. This is not the goal. (laughs) But you know and I know that uh, they have plans. Just like Ed Griffin said, you know, it was well-laid plans for the United Nations to get global control, and it was never about peace. Everything is always sold to us as we need this for safety, like the NYPD saying we have 15,000 cameras. Well, you got to know that they have a lot more cameras than that, but that's what they're admitting to, and then they're saying it's for your safety. Everything is for you, for you, like they're such givers, okay? Um, And you know it can bite you in the rear end. So there you go. And then also, a lot of people are taking the Fauci thing. Of course, he's a criminal. Of course, he's a mini Hitler. Of course, he's all these things. Of course, he's been um, just one fraud after another. Of course. We all know this because we've been talking about him all year and a half, right? And um, I just wanted to say about this that I'm seeing a lot of people that they're they're directing everything toward, toward little mini Hitler man and blaming him because that's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to look at those emails and have a source to blame. If you just put Fauci in prison, then all will be right. If you just get get him fired, like the Senate's saying, don't even do an investigation. Oh, no, 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 no. They don't want too many facts to come out, see? So if you just get him fired, then, or he has to resign, problem solved, see? Then you're not talking about the fact that there's no COVID in the vaccine. You're not talking about all the deaths, which is really upwards of 50,000 uh, 50, now, in our population uh, with the limited number that have gotten vaccines because of the fact that they only report 10% on VAERS and they're reporting over 5,000. So they don't want you talking about the vaccine. They don't want you talking about the fact that um, something could have been manipulated in certain areas, but for the whole, they don't even have a sample of it. Like Ed said, biggest lie ever told. Wow, what a lie. Um, And then of course, they want you to be mad at Fauci, but here's the message. Fauci made a suggestion as, as, you know, National Institute of Health, as he sort of put himself as czar over the CDC, and then the states are the ones that took that and ran with it. It was the states. The states made that into a pretend law called an executive order by the governors, okay? The states abused it. Your state health department abused it. 
you want to talk about criminal, go to your state health department. That's criminal. Tell your local health authorities that it was criminal to bolster up this lie. Tell your governor, tell the people working for your governor that they were the ones that perpetrated these lockdowns and the lies because no state, and South Dakota is a great example of this, no state had to go along with it for the cash. No state had to lock their people down. No state had to make people wear masks and get punitive over it. No state had to do any of that. The states can act pretty separate when it comes to that. Look at South Dakota. Look at Florida. So don't direct all your anger at Fauci, the little Hitler man. No, no, no. Direct it toward your state, your city, your county, your county commissioners that are just beyond horrid. I know because I I have the same situation here. They did this whole mother may I thing where I live uh, just to kind of give you an example. Oh, we went to the state and we asked super nice and they said no. So we're going to take our ball and our bat and we're going home. I mean, that's basically the reaction. It was like, mother, may I? Oh, we can't. Okay. Sorry, folks. We're all locked down. See, that's how that works. None of them have to go along with it, but they go along with it because they whore themselves out for the paycheck. So everyone's getting a check. The hospitals get a check. The cities get, the counties get a check. The state gets a check. Billions of dollars, billions and billions and billions of dollars. And they were willing to do it and do it in a punitive way to take away your liberty. Be mad at them. They deserve the anger. Oh, yeah. Fauci gets a portion of it because he's a criminal. He's a liar. He's a thief. Sure. You can hurl some at Fauci. He deserves it. But but just dealing with Fauci isn't going to do a darn thing. Nothing. Because then your states are not going to have to deal with the responsibility of what they just did to their own people. Right? It's kind of like hurling everything at Hitler, but nothing for all the people that actually did the dirty deeds under him. Okay? That's what this is like to me. So if if I were you, I would, uh, if you have anger over the Fauci emails that finally, after a year and a half, the big I told you so moment now that people believed in, in, in I don't know why they believed him. He did, he's been doing this for 25 years, inventing pandemics. But people believed him and then they believed every controversial thing he said, even though he stepped all over himself. He must have become a liability is all I can fathom. Um, he must have become a liability. He's their fall guy. And um, they always do have one. We realize that, right? They always have one because they want to shut up the conversation. They don't want you looking at the vaccine. And right now it's the now citizen. How good are you going to be? Are we going to let you on a plane? Did you get your shot? You know, this kind of thing. I also wanted to mention after yesterday's show, I talked about the um, the the program that DARPA was working on um, and, and disclosed three years ago that talked about putting something in our body that could uh, create uh, something that had to do with software so that hospital visits wouldn't really happen in the future. It would be more about the, the, the hospital could diagnose you from where they sit in the hospital because... They would have all the tools because they would have things in your body that gave them information they needed. Um, And I just wanted to mention they came out and and hat tip to Eric on this. They came out with a um, wafer that the that 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 people can eat wafer vaccine because in the program that DARPA did and they said they did it for the military. Yeah, right. 
they, they do everything for the military, quote unquote, so they can get away with this budget that they have. But um, but the, in that report, it said that they were doing something that could be ingested or could be injected into a body. Why do you think they want everyone to take this vaccine? And I mean everyone, all the way down to the babies. Why do you think that? Right? Ask yourself that. Why do they want everyone to take it and they're bribing you with beer and lap dances and donuts and candy and money? Why? Well, it's a whole new digital future is why and a whole new invasive one that you can't escape, right? So there's a series of shots they want everyone to take. So with that being said, they they now have a vaccine wafer along with the injection. They're doing everything they can do to get whatever is in that wafer and whatever is in that shot into your body. Are you going to let them or do you have body autonomy? Please exercise body autonomy, please. I'm begging you. Um, I am begging you. Like Ed Griffin said, you know, we're going to have to stand up to this authority and question them. Um, it's no, it's never been about health. It's not about health. It's about control. So I just thank you to uh, G. Edward Griffin. Go to redpillexpo.org and stream some of these fabulous guests that are going to be saying, saying things we need to hear over the next two days. Wow, what a conference. Just You should go and see the guest lineup. Oh, my gosh. Uh, redpillexpo.org. And you can actually stream the entire thing um, from your home. I will be right back. We're going to talk, take on a subject that I haven't necessarily agreed with in the past, but I always like a good conversation. So we're going to be talking about flat earth. Yes. Uh, with Mark Sargent. So you're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Mm-hmm. 